At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you on a Monday morning. I'm Jeff Parles. Chris Andrews is here as well. Gil Alexander going to be out today. Uh, has some uh, family business to attend to this week. Uh, Chris, we're going to. We're going to do our best today. Uh, uh, we'll be fine, Jeff. We'll miss Gil, certainly. A hundred percent. We'll be fine. Absolutely. Uh, we'll miss Gil. Our thoughts with Gil today as well. And sure. uh, Chris, uh, it is usually, this is usually the time where we're closing up shop on the NFL season. But thanks to uh, <laughs> an addition of an extra week, we get one more week and then one more week. I'll tell you what, though. This last week was very reminiscent of week 17s which this week this year i guess we're going to call week 18s because it seemed like like the wise guy moves were just who found out about the covid situation first you know that <laughs> that's all the moves and i mean i talked to michael gone last night i said man we are exposed to a, a bunch of numbers but uh, we'll see if we can get through the day and we wound up okay for the for the day i know there was one snowy game that we'll get to i know okay, that, that that helped sure. you guys a little bit chris but uh Let's dive right in. Wyatt Tomchak is in my chair today. Uh, Wyatt, uh, good morning. Thank you uh, for, for being in the chair. What do, what do we have first today uh, for this Week 17 slate? Well, good morning, uh, Jeff. Uh, let me just get on over here. No Thursday games today, as you mentioned to me. Um, the first game uh, going up on Week 17, we have Raiders at the Colts. All right. Two winners this week, Chris. We'll yeah. start with Indianapolis. 
Chris, very impressive from the Colts. Without three of their offensive linemen, especially after injury in the game, knocked Derek Fisher out as well. Uh, Nelson didn't play. Kelly didn't play. Colts get it done on the road as the closing three-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Arizona Cardinals, 22-16, to and the struggles for the Cardinals continue. We'll get to that a little bit later. Carson Wentz, though, the story. Wentz was great, 18-28, 225 yards, two touchdowns. Most importantly, though, no turnovers for Wentz. As we know, that can be the bugaboo for him, but he was really good. And Jonathan Taylor continues his great season. 27 carries, 108 yards on the ground. The Colts have not lost when Jonathan Taylor's gone over 100 yards this year, Chris. I didn't expect them to go over 100 yards in this game, really, with three offensive linemen out. You know, I don't, you know, even though I've been watching football for a long, long time, I'm still one of those guys. I watch the ball, I've watched the skill position players. I don't often watch the offensive line. I like to review it afterwards, but I don't, you know, watch during the actual game to see the play. Nelson is one guy I watch. I mean, he is just a beast. He manhandles guys, and uh, I, you know, I, I think I, 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 it was I, somebody pointed out I was three and zero with the plays that I gave mm-hmm. last week, but I, I really did kind of like the the Colts in this game until I read the injury report, and then I really thought the Cardinals were the right side because I didn't see them running the ball, but they ran the ball extremely effectively, and that's. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, that, that's, I've, I've been raising them, um, and their, their, their ratings is, has really grown, and that's because they're playing some great ball right now. Indianapolis up to the fifth seed in the AFC now. Now look, one more win, they're going to be in the field. It could have yeah. got a little tricky, even though the results kind of helped Indianapolis yesterday as well. Uh, they're now uh, on the year. Uh, that's uh, win number nine for Indianapolis, now nine and six on the year. The Raiders... In what was a, a, a peculiar game, to say the least, here sure. just up the road at Allegiant Stadium, beat the Broncos 17-13. The Raiders now 8-7, still alive in the playoff chase. They outscored the Broncos in the second half 10 to nothing. Some some weird quirks in this game. Denver only ran 40 offensive plays, so the Raiders really dominated time of possession. And uh, you see those offensive stats outgained the Broncos. 342-158, to Derek Carr. In this one, 20 to 25, 201 yards passing, a touchdown, an interception that led to the only Denver touchdown of the game at the end of the half, an attempted screen pass intercepted by Bradley right. Chubb, returned to the one-yard line. The Broncos punched it in on the next play. But in the second half, the big drive at the end, Chris, after the Raiders had taken the lead in the second half, a little over two minutes to go in the game. They had a third down and two in their own end with 2.10 to go. Denver was out of timeouts. They elect to throw Carter to Moreau, 27 yards. They pick up the first down, win the game. The Raiders, amazingly enough, Chris, still alive. They are still alive. And, uh, you know, I think that game, if you look at the numbers a little more closely, was much more dominant for the Raiders than, than what the score would indicate. Now, that was a weird game for us here because I saw the move almost everywhere on Denver in that game. We got all Raiders money, and uh, I'm not sure why that is. It's not, I, you know, guys have asked me, do you get a lot of Raiders money? I always tell them, you know, when they're winning, we get a lot of money. When they're not winning, we don't get a lot of money. <laughs> but yesterday, we had a lot of money on the Raiders for some reason, where the rest of the market that I saw was mostly uh, on the Broncos. So that actually was not a very good game for us. Um, you know, everything wound up okay. But again, if you look at that, if you look at the numbers in that game, much more dominant uh, by the Raiders than what the final score would indicate. Here, you look right there. Just look at first downs. 
twenty-two to eight. No, it, it was it was a bizarre game because the Broncos, like I said, forty offensive plays. They were barely on the field in this one. Time of possession, nearly thirty-seven minutes for the Las Vegas Raiders. Also, Hunter Renfro. What a season he's having. Another touchdown for him. Four catches. He's going to break Tim Brown's single-season Raiders like reception record, yeah. which 101 receptions. I know there's an extra game, but that's still an incredible accomplishment for Renfro. Yeah, I mean, uh, what do you remember where he got drafted? What Renfro round? was a, a fourth-round pick, I'm yeah. pretty sure. It was yeah. pretty Some, late. I know it was it, middle of the It was draft. one of those drafts that was scoffed at by most because it was oh. all Clemson and Alabama players, yeah, and Renfro has been an, a steal of steals for the Raiders. He just – produces he's one of those guys he just keeps producing they go to him in key situations and uh, and he comes up big for him uh, and he, he did the same thing at Clemson and uh, you know the kids really turned into a hell of a ball player Chris I'm gonna make my, I'm gonna make my first guess okay. and my goal today is to <laughs> is to get one specific phrase okay. out of you I'm gonna go Colts laying seven at home in this one okay well, you're 0 for 1 on. <laughs> <laughs> your number's okay. I mean, it's 7.5. Okay. Yeah, so I don't like your number better. You know, my number came to 9.5. And, and um, you know, once you kind of get in that no man's land, the 7.5 up to about 9.5, it could go either way. Uh, I will open the 7.5. Uh, you know, I mean, I could I could use 8. I could see if, uh, if I see the market trending that way. I do like it a little higher. Uh, just because I think the Colts are playing such good ball right now. And uh, I, I have them, my, like I, I mentioned earlier, my ratings on them have just steadily increased. And I, I'm certainly a believer. I don't know what their offensive line situation is going to be this week. Mm -hmm. But if all those guys are healthy, then I think this is very much the right side. By the way, before we go any further, let me, let me interject one thing here. My good friend, uh, Twitter friend, and I know the guy personally, Jeff Fogle. Mm -hmm. He has great synopses on every game. And I'll tell you what, if you don't have time to pour through the box scores, if you just read his synopses, uh, they're, they're terrifically packed information in 142 characters. So uh, he, he's the one pointed out some of these things, that how excellent really the Raiders played in spite the score not being totally indicative of, of their domination against the Broncos. Raiders sweeping Denver as well this year, Chris. Uh, one last question on this one before we go to one of the lesser games on the slate. How, you mentioned you moved India up a whole lot. Where do you have them right now in the AFC on, on your ratings that you have? I think uh, I'd have to check real quick, but I think I have them second to Kansas City in the AFC. Um, let me give a quick, quick check here. I have them half a point better than Buffalo, who I think is playing some pretty good ball. Um yeah, like way better than the Chargers who have really fallen. I got them a point better in New England, who also have you know shown, shown some chinks in the armor. So yeah, right now I have them uh, second to Buffalo in the AFC. I think they're as live as anyone. I the do. only the only question is, will Carson Wentz lose them a game in the playoffs? They're going to have to be on the road all three I, games. You know, Jeff, I I was thinking about this just last night. You know, we're going to get to the playoffs. And one of these guys is going to have a terrible game. And we're going to say, see, I told you, whether it's Jalen Hurts or, or Wentz or maybe Carr or you know, a lot of the – we're not going to say that about Mahomes. We're not going to say that about Rodgers. But one of these guys is going to have a terrible game. It's just we see it every year. And you're going to say, see, I told you so. There are other guys out there who are going to say, see. No, I and look, I, I know if Philly makes the playoff and Hurts has a horrible playoff game, yeah. I'm going to be one of those guys <laughs> I screaming, will be too, yeah. screaming at the whole way. Wyatt, what, what do we have uh, 
next? Uh, doesn't look like the best of games next. Are you sure? This this looks like a heavyweight matchup. We've got the New York Giants uh, traveling to Chicago to face the the vaunted Chicago Bears, coming off a big win against uh, Seattle yesterday. Yes, uh, we'll we'll start with the Bears, uh, 25-24 in the snow globe in Seattle. A, a wild Nick Foles appearance. Yeah, comes sure. in victory for the Bears, who win outright as a seven-point underdog. Uh, Chicago was down 10 at the half, down 10 going to the fourth quarter. Didn't matter. The final drive of the game, Foles to Jimmy Graham, a 15-yard touchdown with 61 seconds to go. They converted a fourth down earlier in that drive to continue it. Matt Nagy goes for two. Don't blame him there. They complete a, a, a pass to Bird in the back of the end zone and a lot of traffic. They get to stop the Bears, win it 25-24 over Seattle. Foles pretty good, 24-35, 250 yards and a touchdown. David Montgomery, 106 total yards and a touchdown. The Bears win. They impact the Giants' draft position with this. is a big draft position game because, remember, the Giants own the Bears' pick. The Giants, on the other hand, Chris, Somehow they were tied at halftime. I thought we actually had a prayer in that game, but <laughs> Somehow, nah, how wrong I was. Tied at halftime. They averaged a hardy 2.2 yards a play in the first half. Didn't go well the rest of the way. The Eagles end up dominating the Giants 34-10, to the final for that one. Incompetent quarterback play, to put it politely, for the Giants. Jake Fromm benched. He was 6-25, or excuse me, 6-17 for 25 yards and an interception. Mike Glennon came in 17-27. 93 yards, a touchdown, a pick six. He's also only the fifth quarterback since the merger to throw 27 passes and not only not throw for 100 yards. Wow. So more ineptitude for the New York Giants offense that they just continue to lose. You'll get my guess on this game next as we continue on a Guessing Lines Monday. You're on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada, wherever you bet, whenever you're betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. And you must be 21 and older and located in Nevada to use BetMGM Nevada. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander today. Chris Andrews is here, though. Chris, you, you don't know how happy I am that I got your call last night saying you're going to be here. Oh, you're yeah. going to be business as usual. Business as usual. The show must go on, right, Jeff? That's uh, the old cliche. So, Chris, I, I want to finish the Giants real quick because we had to get to the break there. The Giants lose to the Eagles 34-10. to the game was miraculously tied at three at halftime. Yeah. The Giants in the second half get outscored 31 to three. The Eagles, who couldn't move the ball in the first half, go for eight yards of play in the second half. And the Giants are now four and eleven. They have no offense. Their defense that had been able to hold up most of the year is starting to crack. Well, yeah, because how how, how much can you how, how much up? can yeah. you, you take and Look, the, 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 I think the biggest thing for Giants fans is uh, it's only going to get worse because Joe Judge and Daniel Jones seemingly are coming back next year. That's what we heard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, a, what a total mess for a once proud franchise that has just totally lost its way yeah. with the younger Mara in charge right. now. So, Chris, this is Bears hosting the Giants. This is a rare one. Bears were more than a touchdown favorite last week, or dog last week in Seattle. I think they're going to be close to a touchdown here. Bears laying six. Well, you're right on as far as the number goes. I like my number a little better, which is six and a half. And okay. I, see, I see one six and a half out there, and that's what I'm going to open. Uh, but that's exactly what my numbers came to. But uh, here, I brought up the box score. Uh, Jake Fromm, who started the game, QBR, 4.9. Mike Glennon, who came in and replaced me, 26.7. I guess, I don't know if that's a big improvement or what. Uh, Saquon Barkley was, you know, 15 carries, 32 yards. You know, uh, th- this is just a team in total disarray. And it's funny, Vinny and I, you know, Vinny, of course, from New York, although I think he's a Jets fan. We were talking about the Giants. Uh, just what a great franchise it was when Wellington Mara ran the show. He and uh, Art Rooney Sr. were the, um, you know, one of the linchpins of starting the NFL. You know, it was a tremendously run franchise, but it's really lost its way for really a decade now. Since that Super Bowl championship 
They've done nothing. One playoff appearance and then the uh, trip to Miami with the boat and Odell Beckham. And since yeah. then, it's been a total mess yeah. for the Giants. Wyatt, what, what do we have next? Next game here. Let me just move on over. Sorry there. Next game, we've got a heavyweight matchup uh, in New York. Tampa Bay facing off against the New York Jets. Tom Brady gets to torture the Jets one more time, Chris. The Bucks yesterday clinched the NFC South for the first time since 2007. Even without any of their weapons except for Antonio Brown, 32-6, they hammer Carolina, who uh, tried the two-quarterback, no-quarterback system yesterday. Didn't work for the Panthers. We'll get to them later. Tom Brady, 18-30, 232 yards, a touchdown. Antonio Brown back after falsifying COVID documents, uh, 10 catches, 101 yards. Uh, the backup running backs did well. Keyshawn yeah, Vaughn, sure. long touchdown run. Ronald Jones, a touchdown as well. The Bucks currently sitting in fourth place in the NFC based off the results from this week. And they actually fall because Arizona fell out of first place in the NFC West. Uh, really not much to say on that game other than the fact that Carolina's really bad. The Bucks even would... Out a whole bunch of their guys, significantly better. And they get the Jets, who uh, dramatics at the Meadowlands yesterday, Chris. The Jets beat the Jaguars 26-21. Zach Wilson with a 52-yard touchdown run to open the scoring in that game. Wilson didn't throw for a lot of yards, but I know you like QBR, Chris. The highest QBR in the NFL yesterday at 92-and-a-half. For Zach Wilson. I had to take a second look at that when I was writing him down for this show. I said, how the hell? And I was, okay, he had like 91 yards rushing, I think. Yep. Something like that. Yeah, he had 92.5 was his QBR. And uh, he had 120 yards passing or whatever it was. So I had to take a second look at that. QBR is just one more tool. I'm certainly not married to it, believe me. I just like to look at something different than other people. Wilson had was 14 to 22 for 102 yards passing and a touchdown. Okay, I missed that. And 92 yards rushing, including that 52 yard yeah. touchdown run. No turnovers, though. Yeah. That's the big number for Wilson. That's really the big thing the Jets are looking for. Michael Carter, 16 carries, 118 yards on the ground. Now, here's a fun one for you in this game. Okay. Connor McDermott caught a touchdown pass for the New York Jets, offensive lineman. Will Richardson recovered a fumble in the end zone for Jacksonville. He's an offensive lineman. They started keeping track of stats in 1950, Chris. This is the first regular season game where two linemen scored touchdowns in regular season history. Uh, th that is pretty NFL. amazing. The only other time it has happened, the 2006 AFC Championship game where Logan Mankins recovered a fumble for New England in the end zone. And Jeff Saturday famously recovered one wow. in the end zone for Indianapolis. Yeah. Those are the only two games in NFL history. That's two great happened. names. Yeah. Okay. Shocking on that. The Jets also uh, in this one, Braxton Berrios, a 103 yard kick return for a touchdown. The Jets, uh, a lot of third down, a lot of fourth down plays yesterday from everyone. Jets three of five yesterday. We'll talk about that Jaguar. Oh, we'll get, well, don't too, worry. Yeah. I'm, we'll, I'm not going to forget that, yeah, Chris. Okay. Three of five on fourth down for the Jets, including two failures in the red zone. One was a fake field goal that failed. One was a fourth and goal for the two that Wilson threw incomplete. But the Jets hold at the end. Jacksonville got it all the way down to the Jet one. A questionable spike on a third and goal at the one by Jacksonville. And then an incomplete pass at the end. We'll get to that whole breakdown oh, yeah. later when we get to the Jags. But the Jets win. They're 4-11. and 11. Uh, Ron Middleton gets a win as the interim coach with Robert Sala on the COVID list. But the Jets are still bad at football, Chris, even with the win yesterday. So I'm going to guess Tampa's laying 13 at the, at the Meadowlands. Jeff, your numbers are right on. It is 13. My numbers, okay, and if you're playing uh, 
guessing lines bingo here's your first one diminishing returns <laughs> my uh, my numbers come to 15 on the falcon or on the uh, on the bucks I'm jumping ahead. I'm looking at the next game too. Oh, don't worry. We're <laughs> yeah, gonna have we'll a big one in the yeah. next one too. Uh, anyway, but I'm I'm gonna be at the top of the market. I I see it as low as twelve and a half, as high as thirteen and a half. But right now I'm gonna open thirteen and a half. If I see it bump up to fourteen, I'm gonna go to fourteen. I was very impressed with the Bucks because I did not like them yesterday again because of we talked about wise guy moves, pretty much knowing who's out because of COVID. But they had their skill position players out. Uh, three really key guys, but they had Antonio Brown coming back in, and uh, you know the backup running back played well, and of course you have Tom Brady. So still very impressed with the Bucks. I'm going to be at the high end of the market here at 13 and a half. I know it's a big number, and I know it's more than mine. That I guess I have a hard time envisioning the Jets playing this game within two touchdowns. I really do, Chris. Yeah, I mean, pro- yeah, their their best bet is hoping for a lot of wins that day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just for Tampa too. They have all. The, they're still playing for seeding. They can still get oh, the yeah. one seed with a bunch of help. But oh, they're playing. Yeah. They're they're still playing everyone in this game. And the Jets, even with that win, still bad at football here in 2021 for no sure. Uh, Wyatt, what do we have next? Next one, another dandy of a game. We've got the Atlanta Falcons traveling up to Buffalo to face the Bills Mafia, Buffalo Bills. All right, well, let's take Atlanta and, and Detroit real quick here. I'll save. Detroit's craziness in this game for when we talk about the Lions. The Falcons survive, and the two players who had the Falcons in Circus Survivor survive. Yes, that is the look that I gave my screen when I saw that, Chris. Uh, Val- Falcons beat the Lions 20 to 16. Matt Ryan, 18 to 24, 215 yards, a touchdown. Kyle Pitts, great, six catches, 102 yards. Uh, the defense, <laughs> pretty lucky. Detroit had four drives over seven and a half minutes in this game. Three field goals and a touchdown for Detroit. So Atlanta bent but didn't break. Uh, very Falcon-esque sequence at the end of the game. They get the ball back after Dan Campbell inexplicably kicks the field goal right. with two minutes and 25 seconds which, to go. Which made me very happy. By oh, the I'm sure it yeah, did. Got it the Lions to co- yeah. cover all numbers for Detroit right. there. Uh, run by Atlanta, timeout Detroit. Run by Atlanta, timeout Detroit. Third down and seven for the, for the uh, Falcons at the 37-yard line. Ryan completes the gauge. Gage fumbles. Detroit recovers. Detroit is able to move it inside the Atlanta 10, where Tim Boyle threw it to absolutely no one, intercepted. Atlanta survives. Right. 20 to 16. The Falcons, amazingly enough, even though they are 32nd in DVOA, 7 and 8 on the season, Chris. Still in the pretty, pretty, pretty miraculous. Only a game out yeah. of the postseason. I'll, I'll quickly hit on some Bills stuff and we'll continue it after the break. Buffalo goes to New England. Impressive. They don't punt. 33-21, the Bills beat the Patriots, avenging that loss in the Orchard Park on Monday night in a win. Josh Allen, amazing. 30 of 47, 314 yards, three touchdowns, 64 yards rushing. The big story for me, Isaiah McKenzie, though, in relief of Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis, both out with COVID. McKenzie, 125 yards receiving, 11 receptions, and a touchdown. What a game for the Georgia product in Buffalo. We'll get to more on them in a second. More fourth down conversions leading to good things this week in the NFL, including with the Bills. We'll get the guests on the Bills and Falcons and more. We continue on in a numbers game here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off of VSIN All Access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up today and you'll get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video. Plus, our all-new College Bowl betting guide covering every bowl game on the slate. All this for just $39 at vcin.com slash subscribe. It is a numbers game here on vcin. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Chris Andrews is here, though, because it is week 17 in the NFL, and we have to at least guess some lines. Yeah, guess I mean, a little bit. Oh, well, I said week 17 used to be like the witching hour. So now we got to go to week 18. But for the last two weeks, it's been like constant <laughs> week 17 with all this COVID stuff. Uh, week 18's this year oh. going to be messier than any oh week God. 17 we probably have ever seen, Chris. So uh, I want to go back to Buffalo and New England because we that's where we were beforehand. Bills win 33-21. Josh Allen was tremendous. Isaiah McKenzie was tremendous filling in for Cole Beasley. Stephon Diggs was great as well. Seven for 85 and a touchdown. Chris, I want to say this. The, the the Bills were three for four on fourth down yesterday. One of them, the one they did not convert was a fourth and two at the three where Emmanuel Sanders probably should have caught that pass by Josh Allen, which would have led to another score. But the other three fourth down conversions, the opening drive touchdown was on a fourth down island to McKenzie. A fourth and one on a final touchdown drive to put it away. Allen with a run that picked up, easily picked up the first down. That led to the little shovel to Dawson Knox at the end to put the game on ice. Uh, Buffalo, Chris, I I was saying this to you during the commercial. This was the first game since the Kansas City game in week five where Buffalo looked like the team that we thought they could be at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you know, uh, Ralph Michaels, who's another really good follow on Twitter, Ralph, I apologize. I can't remember. He has like a weird Twitter Twitter handle. Uh, anyway, he posted it, and I was looking at it this morning. Buffalo's, what well, they got nine wins. I think seven or six are against quarterbacks who either did not start last year or were not slated to start. Guys mm-hmm. like Trevor Simeon, uh, things like that. They were M- not, M- Michael White. Michael White was one of their wins. Uh, but yesterday, they really did look like that Buffalo team from last year that, I, you know, listen, I was uh, I was parlaying them all the way through the playoffs, hoping to get to the Super Bowl. Of course, that didn't happen. But they looked really, really good, uh, came back and avenged that loss against the Patriots from a couple weeks ago. Uh, this looks like a Buffalo team, if they can continue to play this way, will certainly be a definite Super Bowl contender, but they had not shown that through most of the year. Now, Buffalo also, all nine of their wins are by double digits. This was actually their shortest win of the year, 12. Wow. Every other one was I didn't by, realize that. Every other one was by by 15 or more, actually, uh, this year. And you're right on the quarterbacks. Tungavailoa, Heineke, Mills, Mahomes, Tungavailoa, White, Simeon, Newton, Jones. Yeah. Those not, are the quarterbacks they beat. Yeah, that not a not a great Murs row. Of course they did beat Mahomes. You know, they, mm-hmm. so they, they've shown uh at times that they can be that great team. They're just wildly inconsistent. Uh but boy, they really looked good yesterday and all the money showed on them. Yes. Which I was surprised that we had so much steam on Buffalo, but uh, we certainly did and the handicappers got it right. That game closed the pick. 
We close the pick here. Got all the way down to a pick, and it didn't matter. Buffalo outright 33-21 over New England. Over gets there with ease as well. They're hosting the Falcons. I'll go Buffalo 14-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Well, your number's closer than mine, although here we go with the second time. You're going to get diminishing returns. Uh, It's 14 with a lot of juice on the favorite. My numbers came to 16-and-a-half. And I thought that's yeah, it's probably not going to get quite that high. But I am going to open at 14 and a half, which right now will be the high water mark in the market. And I'm going to try to stay uh, above that, above the, the market, as, at least as much as reasonably possible. By the way, I have one more thing. I kind of knocked Matt right. I'm not knocked him so much, said that he's not playing that well in, in, towards the end of his career. I said he's a he was a borderline Hall of Famer throughout his career. Anyway, I heard from some Atlanta fans. And I checked his QBR for the season. He's 17th in the league. So he's not league playing average. great ball. He's league a, average. Yeah, he's just he's just a mediocre quarterback. And he, he's had a, a very, very good career. Wyatt, what's next? Coming up next on the slate, we've got a battle for second or third place in the NFC South. Panthers traveling to New Orleans to face the Saints. Okay, Saints uh, sight unseen right now. Uh, Ian Book gets the start tonight. Oh, uh, no, yeah. we, oh, okay. Yeah, we got a game out of rotation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the the Cowboys Cardinal game yeah. uh, a little bit later okay. in the day on uh, on Sunday. Uh, Ian Book's going to start for New Orleans. Um, that line went from New Orleans minus three to Miami favored now with no Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon both on the COVID list. Uh, Miami again playing for playoff position. So is New Orleans. Horrible timing for this COVID outbreak for the Saints in their quarterback room. They only have 21 guys on the COVID list this week, including multiple defensive starters and multiple starting offensive linemen. So a uh, bad go for New Orleans. Currently three-point underdogs against Miami tonight. Carolina, I, I don't even want to spend much time on them. They were a disaster yesterday. Yet again, 32-6, they lose to Tampa Bay. Cam Newton started the game. Sam Darnold came in. Both of them stunk. And Carolina is just a mess. They're 5-9. and nine. They've lost five in a row after... Going to Arizona and destroying the Cardinals with Colt McCoy. This is a team going the wrong direction. And, Chris, I'll just I'll throw my guess out. I think uh, I'm just concerned about the COVID issues for sure. New Orleans. So I'll go Saints laying four and a half in this one. I'm not saying I like your number better. We're not quite almost there, there yet. We're <laughs> almost there. If, if the injury and COVID situation does not change for the Saints, I have them about a five-point favorite. If they're fully healthy, I'm looking more at like 10, maybe even 11. Uh, let me just tell you, I'm rooting really hard for Ian Book tonight. <laughs> I can tell you that because we did open. We opened New Orleans three. I'm now at Miami three, just like everybody else. We really need this game bad. Um, I got to tell you, I'm not going to put this one up because I there's just such okay. a disparity in the numbers. Uh you know, it, like I said, if it's a similar situation, COVID-wise, injury-wise, I, I kind of like five. If it's not, I, I like, you know, 10, maybe even 11. But the number out there is kind of in the middle. I see a seven for guys that have it up. But a lot of guys have it off, and I'm going to leave it off. I just think this is way too volatile, uh, and we just don't know. And like I said, you have – it's not even injury. It's COVID, you know. Right. So, you know, that that – really throws a monkey wrench in making any plans. I'm going to leave that off right now. Right. Now I look, and, and those guys, Ted, Ted, Simeon Hill went on the list on Thursday. Yeah. I, I both, think they'll want to, at least one of them I will would be expect, back, I think. I would expect one of them to play. The only, I'm not an epidemiologist. <laughs> you know, I'm a bookmaker. I don't know. <laughs> one thing I will say, Chris, though, if Ian Book looks okay tonight, 
he might be better than Trevor Simeon at this point. So. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see how that one goes tonight. Uh, Saints in Carolina on uh, Sunday. Of course, Saints three point underdog tonight hosting Miami. Wyatt, uh, one more here. Uh, this involves Jeff's favorite team over the past weekend. Eagles traveling on the road <laughs> to face the Washington football team if they have any team left after last night. Well, uh, we'll start with the Eagles, who we touched on a little bit. They were tied at three at halftime in this game with the Giants. I actually <laughs> thought we had a prayer in that one. <laughs> Which was, I, again, watching that game, it was like, oh, no, the, the Jalen Hurts is doing what he did against the Giants a few weeks ago and now lost at the Meadowlands again. The Eagles can't lose this game in the game they really needed to have. It didn't matter. They destroyed the Giants in the second half, win the game 34-10, outscored the Giants in the second half 31-7. Jalen Hurts much better in the second half. He ends the game 17-29, 199 yards, two touchdowns, but only seven rushing yards in this game, so he wasn't able to do a lot lot with his legs. Uh, Devontae Smith with an incredible touchdown catch mixed in as well. The Eagles defense held the Giants to a illustrious two-and-a-half yards of play. Great offense from the Giants, as we discussed earlier, Chris. Three straight wins for the Eagles after losing to the Giants mm-hmm. three we- three games ago, and the Eagles controlled their own playoff destiny with a New Orleans loss tonight. Philly wins out with one St. Lawrence. The Eagles are going to be in the playoffs. Uh, then they get Washington for the second time in three weeks. Washington, embarrassed on Sunday night, 56-14. to Dallas beats the uh, Washington football team last night. And, Chris, I don't even think the game was as close as the final score was. <laughs> I mean, that even was really it was over a, at the end of the first quarter. Uh, I mean, not even the end of the first quarter, halfway through the first quarter. The most noteworthy thing in this game for the uh, Washington football team, uh, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne basically came to blows on the sideline. Yeah, that was, that was the, basically the biggest thing from this game. That's the most interesting thing yeah. on the Washington <laughs> side for sure. Yeah, Heineke was seven to twenty-two for one hundred and twenty-one yards, two t- a touchdown, two interceptions. He was benched for Kyle Allen. Washington has lost three in a row. They are now two games out of the playoffs as their playoff chances that looked alive for a little bit seemingly are all done now. They'll get their second crack. At Philadelphia, I'll save my guess for the other side, Chris, but just quickly here on Washington last night, that was as bad of an effort as as we've seen from anyone in the league this year. Well, I had a lot of Steeler fans tell me how horrible the Steelers (laughs) look. (laughs) You guys watched Washington so far this game. So, you know, that was really an abysmal performance. Disaster. We'll get to the Dallas side of stuff later because there was a lot of good things to say about Dallas later on. The guest for Washington and Philadelphia coming next on a numbers game here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, welcomes you with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either Miami or New Orleans. And if either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200. When you make your first bet, enjoy football like you never had before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app. Go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VSIN200. That's V-S-I-N-200. And get $200 in free bets if Miami or New Orleans scores a touchdown tonight. The promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Chris Andrews alongside. I will say, if there's one game where you need a touchdown tonight is one where you might be sweating a little more than you need to. (laughs) (laughs) That is possible. (laughs) It is possible tonight with uh, New Orleans' defense and, uh, quite frankly, New Orleans' offense tonight. Uh, Before we went to break last segment, uh, Washington and the Eagles. Eagles on the road. I didn't make my guess. Philadelphia, I'm going to go laying three and a half in Washington. Well, not everybody has it up. I don't know what some of these guys, you know, they're in the islands. I mean, they're three hours ahead of us or more than that. Time to wake up, fellas. I mean, it's 7.46 here. It's 10.46 <laughs> or 11.46 for here. Anyway, I only see a few numbers up. Uh, circa uh, here in town. The only one I see up uh, here in town, four and a half. Otherwise, I see three with juice on the favorite and some three and a half. I'll tell you, my numbers come to five and a half. I think this Washington football team, uh, you know, I don't think they've quit. I really don't. I don't think Ron Rivera would let them do that. But they have so many injuries, not and not all COVID-related. I mean, legit injuries. My numbers come to five and a half. Uh, so I'm going to be at the top of the market here. I am going to open five. Top of the market. If you want Washington, come on down. Don't trample anyone. Yeah, I was going to say, what a way to die, getting trampled <laughs> by guys uh, trying to bet Washington plus five. 
Wyatt, uh, we have a we have a really good one, an actual really good one yeah. next. Yeah, this might be a uh, future playoff matchup here. The Kansas City Chiefs go on the road to face the Cincinnati Bengals. So, yeah, it sure is. Kansas City routes Pittsburgh in a game that uh, the final score was not indicative of how not close it was. 36 to 10, Kansas City wins. No Travis Kelsey, no problem. So you brought the salt to pour in the wound. Yeah, I'm but sorry. We'll get to Pittsburgh. Oh, we'll later, get to Pittsburgh later. That was. That was one of those, we already mentioned the Washington-Dallas game where it was over quick. Okay. Well, we were only the second worst performance yeah, of the day. Yeah, the second worst performance of the day. Look, uh, not much to say about this one. Kansas City dominated from the get-go. Mahomes was good, 23-30, uh, 258 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Tyree Kill came back off the COVID list, only had two receptions for 19 yards. But in the end, it was, uh, it was a team effort for KC. Nine different Chiefs with receptions. The Chiefs forced three turnovers for Pittsburgh. Roethlisberger looked horrendous. Uh, the Chiefs win the AFC West yet again. That's six straight division championships for Andy Reid and company in KC. And they're still the number one seed in the AFC. They win their last two. They're the highest rating team, period. Highest rated team. Entire NFL now. Entire NFL. It would be through Arrowhead again and for a year where Kansas City did not look like themselves for the no, longest of times they, they did not 13 and 4 is probably where they're going to end up in the or possibly where they're going to end up because this game could be a tough one in Cincinnati for them but on the Bengals side yesterday Chris Bengals route Baltimore they sweep the Ravens 41-21 the final the Bengals beat Baltimore sweep the Ravens on the season take firm control of the AFC North the story was Joe Burrow who threw for 525 yards in this game. And, and wanted more. And wanted, I think that's a perfect way to put that. Yeah. Cincinnati covers all numbers. This closed seven and a half because Josh Johnson had to start the game for yeah. Baltimore. Lamar's ankle still not ready. Tyler Huntley on the COVID list on Saturday. I, I thought Josh Johnson was admirable in the end. We'll get to Baltimore later. But I, I just want to go through Burrow here for a second. 37 of 46, 525 yards passing, four touchdowns. If the Bengals win the division, it'll be their first division title since 2015. Hello, A.J. McCarron. Yet again there, Chris. Uh, Burrow has thrown thrown in the two games against Baltimore this year for 941 yards. That is a new NFL record for most yardage against the team in a single season. He is the first quarterback to ever throw for over 900 yards in two games against the same opponent in the same season. T. Higgins, 12 catches for 194 yards, two touchdowns. Chase at 7 for 195 or excuse me, 125, I should say, mixed in a touchdown on the ground and receiving. Cincinnati was up 31-14. The controversy, as you said, at the end, Cincinnati had a third and four at their own 42-yard line. In order to get Burrow over 500 yards, they throw deep to Joe Mixon for 52 yards. Harbaugh was unhappy after the game, but Harbaugh did the same thing earlier in the year to Denver when he tried to continue that rushing record right. against right. the Broncos. So can't have it two ways on that one uh, as well. Also, Cincinnati scored over 40 points in both games against Baltimore. That is the first time ever an opponent has put 40-plus on Baltimore in two times in the same season. Chris, I, I think Cincinnati's legit. I think they're a legitimate contender. They're probably one year away from getting through the AFC playoffs, but they're going to have a home playoff game if they win the division. They can beat anyone in their own building. This is in Cincinnati. I think Casey's a, a field goal favorite on the road here, Chris. I don't like your number better. Uh-oh. Not yet, no. <laughs> uh, I see, I do see a low of three and a half. I'm okay. not sure how legit that number is. 
Otherwise, I see the number four and a half and five. Okay. Uh, my numbers came to exactly four and a half. So that's when I'm going to open it. Um, you know, we were looking last night. There's some really good young quarterbacks right now in this league. I think Mahomes kind of separated himself from, from the rest. But otherwise, you look at Burrow, Allen, uh, Herbert, Jackson, even put Baker in there. I'm not sure he belongs in that category. But is Burrow the best of the rest of all those? I, I'm not saying he is. I think, think I'd still have Justin Herbert. But Burrow got to be right there. The two guys from the 2010 draft, Burrow and Herbert, yeah. poor Tua, who yeah. is just yeah, about for, league. Tua didn't it, even it, make my list. Tua is about league average, but because of how good Burrow and Herbert have been, yeah. Tua is that, that's part of the reason I think we look at Tua as these this bad quarterback when he's about league average. Yeah, he's okay. But but Burrow, look, for Burrow to come back from a significant knee injury sure. last year. We forget about that. A An offensive line that still isn't particularly great. And I hate to say, I think a, a head coach that isn't so great either. He's he's gotten better, but I think he's gotten better because his quarterback is elite. I, I would agree with that. And his weapons are, look, his weapons are really good. There's no arguing that. But guess what? Still got to execute. And he's been great. And this was a team that I thought, all right, to get the six, seven wins this year, that's a that's a good job. I think we had six and a half yeah, for our season. Yeah, win get, total. get the six, seven wins, fine by me. That's that's good. Take the big leap in twenty twenty two. They're taking a nice solid leap here in twenty twenty one. Heck, they should win the division at this point. Even if they go one and one, they're going to win the division the rest of the way because of the tiebreakers. So, by the way, I think preseason, I did say look for them to maybe be a surprise team. And we'll find that audio. We'll find the audio there, Chris. But look, uh, they're good. And again, I, I'm going to probably, I would imagine that number probably gets to five, five and a half um, based off of that, maybe. Well, I don't know. I think four and a half. I, I do see I a like, five out there, but I think four and a half is a very good number. I, this is going to be a hell of a game. I would take I would take Cincinnati at four and a half on that one, especially uh, with me uh, thinking it should have been three on that one. Why? Let's fit in one more here. Are you sure you want to fit this next one? Yeah, in? we, we got to get it in here. Since <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars travel on the road to face the New England Patriots. Actually, I might need more than two minutes to get through the ending sequence by Jacksonville yeah. in this one. Uh, Jacksonville loses to the Jets, as we mentioned before, 26-21. They now have a firm grasp on the number one overall pick for the second consecutive year. Right, look, uh, a very peculiar coach game by Daryl Bevel, to put it politely. Okay. Um, Jacksonville on their opening drive went three and out, but faked the punt, picked up the first down, ended up uh, driving down the field and kicking a 20-yard field goal. Okay. Jacksonville after the first touchdown, 9-6. Jets all jump offside on the PAT. Bevel goes, let's go for two. They missed the two. They were chasing those points the rest of the game. The last drive, though, Chris, Jacksonville gets it back down by five. They drive all the way down the field, get first and goal at the five, as we mentioned before. Trevor Lawrence throws an incomplete pass with 29 seconds. Okay, no problem. Second down, they throw a pass to Marvin Jones for a gain of four to the one. The pass is completed with roughly 22 seconds left. Jacksonville, instead of running a play, inexplicably runs to the line and spikes the ball with 13 seconds left. Yeah. Inexplicable. Next play, fourth and goal at the one. They line up with an illegal formation. Lawrence throws incomplete. Jacksonville loses. And uh, again, what a what a total mess that hole was for Jacksonville. More bad news for Jacksonville. James Robinson uh, with a torn Achilles in this game as well. Lawrence was better, twenty six to thirty nine, two hundred eighty yards, a fumble loss. But the biggest thing for Jacksonville, they control their own destiny for the number one pick. <laughs> They're at New England. New England, of course, lost to Buffalo, thirty three to twenty one. 
We'll get more of them on the flip side. But the big story in this one, New England's defense struggled the most they have pretty much since that Dallas game. 428 yards of offense for Buffalo. And one quick note that I have to give you here, Chris. Bill Belichick's game yesterday was the 392nd game he has coached as New England head coach. It was the first time an opponent didn't punt in the game. Wow. Okay. Interesting note. Yeah. So Buffalo wow. did whatever they wanted offensively. We'll get the guests for the Patriots and the Jaguars next here on Guessing Lines on a numbers game on VSIN. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.